Jai Jai Sitchitana, Jai Nichananda, Jai Dvaita Chandra, Jai Gaura Bhaktarinna. Jai Jai Sitchitana, Jai Nichananda, Jai Dvaita Chandra, Jai Gaura Bhaktarinna. So, today I want to... Uh, work through some material. I have now uh, reached Radhadesh and I have access to uh, two books here. Uh, I have a collection of books on Lord Chaitanya and some of them you're seeing behind me. And I also have uh, many notebooks that, uh, that I made over the years. And uh, and I wanted to just read some some notes and comment, and then uh, we'll figure out later on where they uh, where they all belong and in the, in the greater context of the book. Let me just see that everything sound is good. Yes, I think we are we're doing fine. Just a moment, huh? Lord Hari sees himself as the least of all entities. One is lifted to the highest order of the Vaishnavas when one can feel himself the least of all. One can then proclaim out of the message of the highest devotion to Lord Hari. From be humbler than even a blade of grass, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, from Sri Chaitanya's teachings. Yeah, to proclaim out of the message of the highest devotion to Lord Hari. Uh, in other words, then we become empowered and empowered to to speak. Um, so, this were, this is a is a comment on empowerment, which uh, is a topic we have addressed, and uh, it is uh, very much needed that such empowerment is there. Again, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, um, from the same book, Lord Chaitanya's teachings, from an article, Imminent and Transcendence, page 320 uh, of the book. He says, We should seek for the fountainhead of all knowledge. If we do not do so, we find ourselves poorly supplied. Our capacity for retention of knowledge also leaves us when we choose to be conversant with local, temporary, apparent truth. So it's very interesting how there are uh, two points being made. Um, uh, we should seek for the fountainhead of all knowledge, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, 
And if we do, if we are not doing that, we will find and look for knowledge anywhere else. We'll find ourselves poorly supplied, and also our capacity to retain knowledge will be minimized. So, this is the po the nature of becoming covered. Our when it says that our knowledge becomes covered. Uh, then this is actually how it becomes covered. One big topic is uh, just in, in our Vaishnav theology is the, the fall of the jiva. And it has, uh, it has brought up so much discussion and so much opinion. Uh, and I have here some information from, again, uh, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur on uh, imminent imminence and Chaitanya's teachings. Krishna has got innumerable shaktis of which Tatasta claims the intermediate position between Chit and Achit shaktis. The pure soul is not created within time but is ever-existing, unadulterated knowledge, and is enclosed, is endowed with eternal bliss. Creation is restricted on the plane of gunamaya. The gunas or qualities disclose the obscured specification of the eternity and this creation sustenance and destruction within time and space. Tatasta has both the power of associating with temporal as well as eternal planes. Souls who've got their stations at Tatasta have got free will. Each of the individual souls, by exercising his free will, can abuse or purposely use his independence. He has got two different fields in two directions. He may choose one of these for his stage. When he is in an enjoying mood and considers himself identical with the predominating object or the absolute, he is said to be fallen, and when he shows an aptitude for serving the transcendental, predominating object. Uh, the souls of Tata are not one, but many in number. They are not to associate themselves with unalloyed Shit Shakti or unalloyed Achit or Maya Shakti. In Tatasta position, Souls do not show any activity, but they are found to be in an indolent state. Um, so, Siddha Bhakti Siddhanta is first of all explaining that there is no such thing as that the living being is created. The living being is eternal. And uh, therefore, we should not think in terms of, of a beginning. Um, rather, we should see that the living being eternally has uh, three positions. 
And that position is the antaranta shakti, the, or to be in the internal position with the chit shakti, as he prescribed the other word for antaranga shakti is chit shakti, the transcendental energy of the spiritual realm, or the achit shakti or maya shakti domain. And then in between there is the tatasta, uh, the tatasta state uh, from where the living being can come down. So the living being is um, can upon eternity um, while being absorbed on the spiritual plane become uh, attracted to the idea of being the Lord and enjoyer rather than the servant and simply dwell on the idea. Such dwelling on the idea is putting that living being in a separate space, in the Tatasta space. And from that Tatasta space, it is possible, possible to either become attracted by the Achit, the Maya potency, or to return to the Chit, to the eternal uh, spiritual world of devotional service. Um, so, um, just as we're seeing Vrindavan is a state of consciousness and also a locality, in the same way Tatasta is a state of consciousness and then a locality, and so is the Maya uh, domain, a state of consciousness, and then a locality. Anyway, this is a, a little technical about the position of the, uh, of the jiva and the fall of the jiva. So here we have just explained, uh, yes, that it is possible for the jiva to fall uh, from the spiritual world according to, to this, this uh, understanding. However, uh, that would take place only once. Uh, because one would not again, uh, again, go into that same direction. One would recognize if again, uh, upon eternity, one would discover one's inherent nature, uh, where one of, of minute independence. Krishna is independent. The living being has the same qualities of Krishna, but in minute form. The living beings then have minute independence to serve Krishna or to not serve. When that option presents itself and one dwells on that option, that is what places one in the Tatasta. Then once one is in Tatasta, then one can become inclined out of curiosity to explore uh, the material world further, or one can return to the service, the eternal service in the spiritual world. Once we have been in the material world, we will not come back into the material world. Hmm. Anyway, that is an explanation based on these words uh, from Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur in Krishna Chaitanya's teachings. Um, 
a book that uh, that deals with yeah gives us a theological understanding. Uh, um, let us see what else I should. Uh, Hmm. Uh, then on uh, another another note from this book uh, is uh, or Lord Chaitanya's teachings and a chapter called Search for Truth on page 17. The book is available on the internet. Uh, Lord Chaitanya's teachings, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, PDF can be found. The Brahman, which is a concoction of the mind of the professors of the creed of the so-called undifferentiated Brahman, can afford no glimpse of the real Brahman. The sight of the Supreme Soul or undifferentiated union with Ispara fancied by the pseudo-yogis is even a greater blasphemy than the dogma of industry undifferentiated union with the concocted Brahman. The professors of the undifferentiated union with their concocted Brahman do not admit the existence of the individual soul. The professors of undifferentiated uh, union with Iswara admit the existence of the individual soul. They want to enable the individual soul to usurp the seat of Godhead. This surely is an instant of a far more rebellious attitude towards Godhead than even that of the votaries of the concocted Brahman. It is for this reason that Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said that union with Iswar is even more condemned than merging with the concocted Brahman. Hmm. So, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta is speaking now about the impersonalist and speaking about the pseudo-yogis who are trying to merge with Paramatman, which uh, and it is said it's, it's even more condemned. They're trying to, they're in a way focusing on a personal form, the super soul within the heart. Um, the the super soul is described like the size of the thumb and residing within the heart. Uh, so Lord Vishnu is there and then to take the place of Lord Vishnu. So that's even more condemned, he said. Hmm. Mm. Yeah, finally, uh, we can say something about, again, from imminent and transcendence. Uh, Chaitanya's teachings, page 320. And this time, we're reading about Sri Nam Seva, Sri Dham Seva, and Krishna Kama Seva. No being can extricate himself from wrong understandings 
due to Maya, without service to Srinam, the divine name. One, as the result of service to Srinam, man can get rid of all prejudices and be settled in the service of Krishna desires. Krishna Kama Seva. Mm. Two, from Dham Seva, one can be rid of the clutches of the tremendously dangerous doctrine, I am the Lord, there are no eternal name, form, attributes, sport, majesty, etc. of God. Three, and from Krishna Kama Seva, one can save oneself from the serious danger in the shape of the desire for gratifying one's senses and being free from the, uh, from the temporal lust, one can be firmly established in the service of the transcendental Kamadev, that is to say, Krishna, and of Kamagayatri. Well, uh, so I thought that was uh, that is is significant, um, saying that uh, by chanting the holy name of Krishna, we can get rid of all all prejudices, all preconceived uh, ideas or interests, and have no other interest than the interest of Krishna. Mm. And uh, from Dham Seva, we can get, we, we are actually rekindling the, uh, the personal relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead and being there in the abode of the Supreme Personality of Godhead where he has performed his personal pastimes and served the Lord in his... Um, in his deity form and appreciating the uh, that there's an eternal name, form, attribute, sport, majesty, and, and so on. Mm. And then from Krishna Kama Seva, coming to the point of serving the desires of Krishna, uh, then we can give up all our desires for sense gratification. So this is, uh, is is very very to the point and very nice. And I think that uh, it is useful um, Then there is an explanation following of these. so, an explanation to Krishna Kama Seva. If we are fortunately able to secure attachment to its Krishna Kama Seva, then we can change the direction of the course of the different inferior desires that have arisen within us for sensual enjoyment in connection with our material body, and also that of the road we are running along under the direction of our subtle body, uh, i.e. the mind, if it has grown apathetic towards attempts for God's service, they will then take just the contrary trend. So, uh, in other words, Krishna Kama Seva is Risikesa Risikena Seva Nam Bhakti Ruchate. So, 
or the full verse from the Narada Panchurachya is Sarvopadi Vinir Muktam Tat Paratvena Nirmalam Risikena Risikesha Sevanam Bhakti Uchite. So uh, that we should give up all other upadis, all other designations, all other identifications uh, with anything in this world and just simply have only one. Uh, I am the servant of Krishna and my purpose is to satisfy the senses of Krishna and nothing else. That is, is really Krishna Kama Seva. Mm. Then Dham Seva. And that Krishna Kama Seva is available if we engage ourselves in the service of Dham. Dham means race, prowess, Influence, home, place, body, birth, etc. According to the sense accepted by the truly learned savants, Sridham is that in which there is no malice, jealousy, or e nor even an essence, and that, no, nor even essence, sorry, and that which is is eternally uh, self-manifested, spiritual and blissful. Shri Chaitanya does, having made it, sorry, Shri Chaitanya Dev, having made his advent in that dham, has made the world conscious of the spirituality of a holy place. Failing to realize the dignity of dham, we had no predilection for dham seven and not so much faith in the worshipable representative, Murti, of God, having remained engaged in studies full of the understanding that we shall vanquish the people of the world by means of dialectics, splendor of erudition, and glory of exemplary character. But some holy saints engaged in Dhamseva have enlightened us, saying that it would bring us the highest welfare. He who seeks connection with Dham finds his attachment to gram or domesticated life and connection therewith soon liquidated. Then Srinam, the means of attaining true blessedness, soon brings us our real end, that is to say, Krishna Kama Seva. Sri Vaikuntanam alone has come down to this earth and is in Sridam that Srinam has been deposited. The presence of Nam Seva does not give the real end, that is to say, Krishna Kama Seva, to one who disconnects oneself from Sri Dham, the pathway to the highest blessedness. Sri Tanya's teachings, page 162, 163. So we can see that uh, now the importance of the Dhams. Uh, and uh, how these uh, Lord, Lord Krishna and Lord Chaitanya, they have appeared in the Dhams, right? And, uh, and these Dhams already had a spiritual nature. It is not that the Dhams gained the spiritual nature because Krishna uh, and Lord Chaitanya each respectively appeared in Vrindavan Dham and Navadvip Dham. No, these Dhams, they are eternal, 
and these dhams, uh, they already had their, uh, their feature. Of course, the dham is manifested in, in various ways. The dham is manifested in the spiritual realm. Uh, the dham is manifested within as a state of consciousness. The dham is manifested as Boma Vrindavan on earth. And of course, when this material world is annihilated, then the Boma aspect will, will, not, be, uh, will not be available. Uh, but the Dham is still, still manifest. Uh, it is not that the Dham is not there. Uh, the Tirtas that are there are the holy places that became holy by Krishna's association. The Tirtas are places where Krishna went and Krishna touched these places. Uh, such as like when Krishna traveled uh, from Mathura and he, uh, because Jarasandha was coming again and again with an army and it was becoming problematic for, uh, for Mathura after 17 times being under siege. Krishna and Balaram came out of the walls and Krishna and Balaram, and this time Krishna, Krishna Balaram fought each time with the army, but then the 18th time, Krishna, instead of fighting, he walked away. Uh, he's known as Ranchur, the one who, who fled from the, from the battlefield. Of course, if we look at Ranchur, we see that he is, he's not running but he's being pursued by Kalayavana who's running and Krishna is walking and yet Krishna stays ahead. And then of course, Krishna disappears into a cave. Kalayavana comes there, finds a sleeping person, says, thinks it's Krishna, he's sleeping. He kicks the sleeping person. It's Muchukunda who had received a benediction from Indra. And the benediction was that he could burn to ashes just with his glands whoever would, would wake him up. Because Indra had always, always, always come again and again to enlist Muchukunda in fighting on behalf of the demigods. So this time he had taken a benediction uh, by which he could rest. He was very, very tired from all that fighting. So now he could rest undisturbed. And in this way, uh, in this way, Muchukunda had now got a benediction that Indra could not uh, disturb him. Hmm. So these were some, some notes from, uh, from the book Krishna Chaitanya's Teachings from Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur. And it is uh, a book that is uh, highlighting the, uh, the philosophy of, uh, of Lord Chaitanya. And in that way, uh, a very important book. Um, um, I have so many notes and I have here in front of me uh, a, uh, a notebook 
about the Chaitanya Charitamrita. I'm just going to move the camera a little and I'm gonna move myself a little. But yep, and I'm gonna go to the to the desk and uh, and somehow or other uh, open up a book. Uh, okay. Yes, so I'm now looking at the Chaitanya Charitamrita and I will, yep. So, very good. I hope it's... Uh, some outside light is coming in, but I hope that's okay. Uh, I can fix that. Also, Huh? Yes. So, so I have here a little notebook. I have many of these little notebooks. Uh, uh, you can see it on my desk. And uh, so, and. Uh, so it's nice to have them. Uh, I wanted uh, to uh, to just uh, read some uh, little little snippets from uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita. Uh, yeah, I have to slowly go through it because uh, there's here a quote, which is uh, is is relevant to the Chaitanya Charita mm. It is it is relevant. Um, and that is this. All the pure devotees who are not worshipping Sri Krishna in the mellow of conjugal relationship, Madhurya Ras, know Lord their original spiritual master. But the original spiritual master of those who worship Sri Krishna in Madhurya Ras is Srimati Radharani. Um, and uh, this is from Prabhupada Saraswati Thakur biography, um, page 42. Mm. So that's, a, well, that's an important point. Uh, that's a very important point. Um, Sila Bhakti Siddhanta is a very powerful, uh, powerful visionary. Um, besides that, he okay. I just get some water. <coughs> Bhakti Siddhanta is uh, 
is very powerful in uh, not just in the use of language, but in terms of focus, extremely focused in his thinking and therefore um, very, very clear. Like here, he says, also from Prabhupada Saraswati Thakur, page 46, it's a, it's a, it's a biography, uh, um, definition of a Vaishnava. Kanaka Kamini Pratista Bhagini, Charya Chayarish Seta Vaishnav, one who has been re released from the clutches of the three tigers representing money, women, and read sex, illicit sex, and personal ambition is a Vaishnava. Mm. Yes. Um, so the three tigers representing money, women, and personal ambition. Now, we're talking here uh, in a uh, enjoying, when we say women, enjoying sexual activity with women falling prey to sex life or women falling prey to sex life with men. Uh, that is... What is meant? Um, Vedic culture is very, is quite patriarchal, um, one might say. It is, uh, and, and women are in a position where they are uh, in the Vedic society, basically serving their husbands. And in the Vedic society, they are, uh, it says, the wife follows the vow of the husband. So whatever is the uh, occupation or the orientation in life, she is, uh, uh, she's supporting that. And that's in, in the Vedic model. Um, in the, uh, in the, in the Chaitanya Bhagavad, there is a reference that uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was uh, one day uh, expressed that he had a desire to perform a play in the house of Srivas. This play was not just a play uh, where, a where there was a script and all the actors uh, memorized their part in the script. No, it was a play which was spontaneously performed. And, uh, and the actors, they were just becoming absorbed in the character and just spontaneously acting out the character. Uh, Haridas was a constable. Uh, Narada, uh, Srivas was playing Narada. And of course, he he was, is, he is, uh, according to Gaurad Ganadesh Deepika Chaitanya Chandadoy Natak, he is Narada, he's the incarnation of Narada. And Lord Chaitanya played the goddess of fortune, Rukmini. Um, and, uh, and whatever was going on. Then 
so it was really exciting. It had been announced we're going to do a play. So everyone was uh, was was eager to see. So this time all the ladies um, they also wanted to see. So someone is saying, "How is this now? Now the women, the women are also coming in." And Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, "They are not women; they are Vaishnavis." So that statement is very, very uh, significant. Uh, very significant. So whenever in uh, in in some reference, some scriptural reference, such as here. Uh, I'll go back to what we were reading, uh, where it says, one who has been released from the clutches of the three tigers representing money, women, and personal ambition is a Vaishnava. Then we should understand, this doesn't apply to Vaishnavis. Hare Krishna. Hmm. Let me just see. Yeah, because I'm reading from notes, I have to have to kind of find them. Um, I think this also is is a quote which could be is relevant to the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Um, who is a Brahmana? The Brahmana has no concern with the secular affairs of society. One who has a taste for secular affairs should be freely allowed to follow the best of such natural inclination, but he must not be recognized as a brahmana. At the same time, he will be classed as ksatriya or vaishya or sudra, or as outside the pale of civilized society according to his disposition. But if he wants to be a member of the Daivavarnashram society, he must accept the brahmana, as the spiritual teacher of himself. From the Harmonist, page 20. Who is a Brahmana? So that is... Uh, that is interesting. Mm. In the introduction of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, Srila Prabhupada is, is writing, To know Krishna is to know oneself, and to know oneself is to know one's relationship with Krishna. Well, yes, so we know ourselves in so many relationships. Well, we know ourselves in relationship to a place, Boma Ijadi, the place of our birth. We know ourselves to the place where we grew up, right? And we have, uh, we have taken up some of the identity of that place. Just as, as the wind, uh, the wind may blow over that place and then the wind carries the scent of that place. Uh, like, Okay, I, where I'm from, we're close to the sea, and you can smell the wind that comes from the sea. 
yes, or in Bulgaria, they have many roses, uh, and you can smell the scent of the roses, or sometimes whatever smell. So the wind picks up the scent of a particular place. So in this way, we can uh, also uh, we can also pick up pick up the the qualities of a particular place. Boom ichadi. So we are defined by the place of our birth, the place that we grew up in, and that creates like a layer on top of our our real self. Um, so we develop so many relationships, you know. We have a sports car and it is it is part of us. We are that. Um, our glasses, uh, our, our, our saffron hat, we're using this also. Um, just as we are uh, this this uh, this tendency to identify with the external we're using that that's why uh, I'm wearing a uh, an orange orangey head and, and sweater and and and, uh, and, uh, and my my sanyas outfit right because it uh, it, it picks up the scent, uh, the scent that this color is, is carrying. The, it is the scent of renunciation. And therefore, the external is affecting us. So just as the living being becomes conditioned, boma ijadi, by the place of, of his birth, by, the, by his by national dress, by the, in the same way, we are now using the same technique by wearing this saffron dress and uh, in, in parenthesis, hmm, um, just to help us create that identity. But this is part of Varnashram. This is temporary. Uh, one who is completely transcendental is totally aloof. And we saw, uh, we see in the Chaitanya Charitamrita, we see how a personality like uh, Ramananda Rai, who's a householder, is completely, uh, completely transcendental, completely. Or we see Pundarik Vijanidi, who is dressing up very opulent and, and uh, so on, and uh, seated on his raised seat with water pots around him, his, his hair nicely coiffured and incense billowing and uh, having nice uh, servants fanning him in a cool drink. And, and, uh, and he's sitting like this on a race, he's with bolster pillows all around him. Kadadar had heard, had heard about the glory of Pundarik Vijaniti and he wanted to meet him. But when Kadadar saw him, he was shocked. He said, this is not a Vaishnava, this is a sense enjoyer. Mukunda saw the expression on Gadadhar's face and understood. Mukunda was from the same village as, or from the same area as Pundarik Vijanidi. Therefore, Mukunda, he knew him well. So Mukunda sang a song. He was a great singer. 
And then Mukunda sang a song, and the song was describing how Putana, although she had just offered a breast with poison, that Krishna overlooked the poison, accepted the milk, and that she became she became eligible to be promoted to be his mother in the spiritual world. That was something that ignited the ecstasy in the heart of Pundarik Vijaniti, who then seated on his throne with all his beautiful arrangement, with his beautiful silken dress, etc., just went mad and he kicked and he rolled and the water pots fell on the ground and he just messed up his clothes rolling in the water and then his hair became messy. He just made a total mess of himself in ecstasy. And Gadada realized, oh, I've made a great offense. He actually is a great Prema Bhakta. And of course, Pundarik was dressing like that because Pundarik was the incarnation of Maharaj Risabhanu. And as Maharaj Risabhanu, he was, he, Lord Chaitanya used to call him father, father, Lord Chaitanya in the mood of Radharani. And, and then, and, and, and therefore he was somehow in that mood of opulence. So we see, uh, we see how, uh, how, how this dual identity is there uh, in the associates of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. These associates are parisats. They are liberated souls and they are the eternal associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And they are simultaneously in their temporary identity and in their eternal identity. And they're shifting from one to the other or one spills over uh, into the other. The, uh, the spiritual identity is all the time manifesting in their material identity. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, anyway, uh, so to know Krishna is to know oneself, and to know oneself is to know one's relationship with Krishna. Uh, that is from the introduction of the CC. In the Nectar Devotion, there's also a mention like this. It says that uh, just like we can only see ourselves by the light of the sun, in the same way, we can only know ourselves in the relationship with Krishna. So all these relationships we have with so many people, with so many objects, with so many things, all these relationships are creating a false identity. Um, um, just like it is uh, explained that Pumsa Striya Mituni Bhavam Etam Vridaya Grantin Aho Griyaksita Apta Vitrajanasyam Aham Maneti When a man and woman unite uh, then a knot is formed into the heart and there will be griyak, there will be griya, home, there will be land, there will be sutta, there will be uh, children, uh, family relationships, money, 
all these things will be there and that will make up uh, an identity yes of i and mine that's false ego so that false identity yes so by knowing krishna we become uh, reinstated in our original uh, in our original identity and uh, so we can say that the chaitanya charitamrita is providing us with an identity first of all it's providing us with with the temporary identity of a sadhaka of 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 a practitioner of bhakti and in the course of that we may, we also uh, adopt a position in varna ashram so it provides us an identity uh, in my case as a sanyasi sikhasta whatever mm. and then uh, it provides us an identity as as one who is cultivating his bhakti by uh, by behavior by activity um, by engaging in, in activities of sadhana. Um, and these activities of sadhana, um, they are, uh, their Rupa Goswami and Sanatana Goswami are particularly uh, giving us so much insight, right? Rupa Goswami, especially Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, and that we find reflected in uh, in in Chaitanya Charitamrita, it's interesting that in the chapters Madhya Lila, chapter twenty uh, to twenty four, uh, the teachings to Sanatan Goswami, that uh, Krishna Kaviraj Goswami is there, cutting and pasting from the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, uh, which are. It is written by Rupa Goswami, uh, because he didn't have he didn't have any uh, he didn't have a recording of what was of what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said to Sanatan Goswami, but Krishna thought about it. Krishna said, "Oh yes, he didn't have a recording. He didn't have a witness, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was giving the very same the very same philosophy." that he gave to Rupa Goswami. And Rupa Goswami gave that very same philosophy as he heard it from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. Therefore, uh, Krishnadas is writing, uh, is just using, uh, as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is instructing Sanatana Goswami, he's just using Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. Uh, and, uh, yeah, there we find that same principle. Uh, Okay, and then um, some more. The worship of the deity in the temple. Um, I'm still online. I'm still online. Okay, one minute. I'll open the door.
can come in, but I'm still streaming. Just put on the floor. Uh, so, the worship of the deity in the temple is essential to reduce one's restlessness to the contaminations of conditional life. So, this is from C.C. Adi, 7776, 76 from the purport. Um, so, it's very important, it's, it's just a few lines, but just uh, focus on it. The worship of the deity in the temple is essential to reduce one's uh, restlessness uh, due to the contamination of conditional life. That's the thing. Uh, because we often wonder if the Yuga Dharma is Harinam Sankirtan, then why do we, uh, why do we engage in deity worship? And then here, Srila Prabhupada points out, because uh, to reduce our restlessness. I mean, because Bhagavad Gita says, Vyavasiyat bika budir eka kurunandana bahu sakyanantas cha. He says, Krishna says that uh, the intelligence becomes many branched. So this causes the restlessness. Um, we're looking here, there, think, well, maybe that will uh, satisfy me. Hmm, I don't, maybe that, maybe that, maybe that. Or how about that? And in this way, our mind becomes restless. And we begin to look and see more and more opportunities. And we look for more and more opportunities. And we look for more and more, uh, uh, yeah, not to miss any chance, so to speak. And this creates this, this restlessness in the living being. So the deity worship is because of its regulation. It forces us in, to act in a very uh, regulated way with a complete focus on the deity. Uh, whatever we do on, in, on, in relation to the deity is like uh, given special importance, must be done very proper. It's all done according to a certain prescribed standard. And in this way, um, we are just learning to, to completely focus on Krishna. So in this way, it reduces the restlessness due to contamination of conditional life. And of course, by the mercy of the deity also, I mean, it's not just us as the doer uh, going through a purification, but the mercy of the deity is, uh, is purifying us and ultimately is creating attachment in us, and that attachment in us will uh, not only externally uh, take us away from our material restlessness, but will also diminish our attraction to the material energy. All right, so uh, I didn't get very far with these notes. I have many, many, many more notes. And uh, maybe I'll do uh, an additional session just to uh, uh, a bit later this afternoon, like, uh, like 
four o'clock just to sort of get this uh, make a bit more headway on this because I don't want to get stuck into this for many many days but uh, thank you very much uh, I'll take a little break now and uh, I'll be back Hare Krishna